Shang, and welcome to a, a new edition, teammate, Thursday Night Live. We're back on Thursday, Shang, man, for one night only. Um, as the uh, pitch as always, and I'm joined by my esteemed colleague, as ever, Dino, who is a young man. So, uh, young man, uh, what a game coming up on Saturday, mate. I mean, I'm nervous already. I mean, this is this is getting, you know, I'm you know, reading reports like Foster's saying, you know, this this game, we have to drill it. You know, we're telling the players how important this game is to the fans. You've heard the Ivic uh, po- uh, po- uh, pre-match um, co- press conference as well. The You know, the interviewer was telling him about how important, you know, into, you know, where he's come from, you know, how the derbies are. Okay, it's much, much smaller derby than obviously what he's encountered, obviously, as a coach, but no less of a hatred between both um, sets of fans as well. So... Um, how do you see this one playing out, mate? Oh, God. Um, well, I'll uh-huh. stick with my original result. I said 2-1. I will stick with that. But if I don't see d- at least one of the two, if Dini or Sarr on the pitch starting, I will be a bit concerned. I think we need one, if not both of them, to win this game because I honestly think Luton are the more informed team at the moment. I know we've only played two games, but I think they'll be more confident than us at the moment. So, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a concerning one, isn't it, this game? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And also, you're looking at the fact, and we've alluded to this on Sunday with uh, Moudinho as well, that a lot of the players, it will give us a more of an idea on who's actually going to stay and who's going to go. I think, you know, obviously we know for a fact that Dini and Saar they're assessing them tomorrow, basically the last training session, to really be absolutely certain they can play. We know um, Bobby P and Kapu are obviously on their way. Fair enough. Get rid of them. Get them out the door. If they don't want to play for us, get them, move them on and co- obviously concentrate on the players that want to play for us. So two players coming back already. So it's, it's, it's positive, definitely. Yep. Um, I do agree the... Fuck Luton comment is actually from Mr. 1881 himself, Roy Moore. Um, completely agree, mate. It's, this, uh, for, this podcast is about opinions, but I think um, I think everyone is going to be 110% behind that statement, um, Roy. So, yeah, absolutely fine. We simply need to smash them. Yes, we do. Um, certainly. But uh, <laughs> you're looking back. I was trying to actually find the background to the backdrop to... Uh, the Watford, uh, the Luton Neil Watford uh, <laughs> game in '97, mate. Um, what what sort of memories of that game do you remember? I actually didn't go to that game. I went to another. I was gutted. I went to. Um, I remember watching the highlights, but I went to bloody watch Great Britain versus fucking Australia in the rugby league. I was gutted. I don't know why <laughs> me and my dad went to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strange, weren't it? I don't know why. That's my memory of it, but. Yeah, it was a strange one. Now, I love coming back. Me and my old man looked into the pub because we got the train there and saw we won 4-0. And obviously, we're very happy to see that. But, yeah, I'm gutted I didn't go to that one. Well, I'll tell you, they get a recognition of my day out there. But it was me and my dad. <laughs> I don't think my uncle went. Um, if he probably sees this eventually, he'll probably slaughter me if he says, oh, I do bloody one. But I, I think it was definitely me, my dad and his mate, John Davies, who's actually on this form as well, Big John. So um, hello to Big John as well. Went to the game. Obviously, we've 10 years in the making. We beat him in the Anglo-Italian Cup 2-1. I think Alex Inglethorpe got a goal that was about 
three or four years previous and they said, oh, it doesn't count. It should be a proper competition. <laughs> John Davis is actually on as well. So, um, Big John, evening, sir. He'll tell you recognition of this game as well. I've just busted my knee the week before. Remember, I did that at JFK. I busted my knee um, and I had it all wrapped up and everything. We weren't going to the game. And uh, I remember my one of my lasting memories, obviously... They said the police advice was saying don't score another goal, but I heard the ref actually w didn't give that penalty as well because he feared a riot. He really <laughs> did. And um, my lasting memory of that was when Liam George got clattered right in front of the away end. And John will tell you, he ran to the front and, and he was shouting to, I don't know what I thought he said, die. He was shouting to Liam George. That's how hatred hated it is. John will probably come on and uh, tell us what he was shouting. But, um, <clears throat> What a game that was. I mean, it's it's barring the Wembley triumphs or the Wembley appearances that we've had, that is my best ever away day. And I'm not just saying that because I've said this to you plenty of times, you know, in the past when we haven't been playing Luton. That is my best ever away day as a Watford fan when I, I'm so pleased I went to that game to say that I went to that 4-0 because, oh, my God, it was coming back in the coach. I know... Um, you know, we had obviously we get Taylor's um, post-match conference and Di Thomas getting an absolute rollicking TMA's own Di Thomas getting a <laughs> rollicking for taking his um, shirt off during his celebration. <laughs> I mean, I can understand. I mean, as a fan, you'd do that anyway. But you know, obviously with Graham being the gentleman as he was, you know, he said, "Look, that's a step too far." Uh, but yeah, fant it was fantastic memories. I still remember. They started shouting "you fat bastard" to the uh, <laughs> the guy, the um, the executive box. Well, because I call him executive boxes. They're like double glazing on a box, um, shall we say, at Luton, Luton. And he was shouting stuff at the away fans. It's like, mm, that's clever, mate. Two, uh, there was two thousand fans there. Yeah, limbs everywhere. Brilliant away that it was, Roy, mate. I'm so <laughs> pleased that we did actually go to that one. Um, yeah, so. That's my lasting memory. That's my best ever memory of a Luton derby. I mean, we've had plenty more. Um, I remember the the one all. I mean, it wasn't too memorable. It was the one when Penrice came um, back and not really he didn't do much when he came back. But it was when um, Hessen Tyler ran through, and um, I think it was ball got played in um, from Phillips. Penrice stretched, got the ball. Flicked it towards Hessenthaler. Hessenthaler ran past the ball, kicked the ground, and because he was in middle of two Luton players, he got the penalty. And I've spoke to actually spoke to the goalkeeper that day, Ian Foyer, Luton keeper, um, which I could have actually got on today, but I totally forgot to ask him. To be fair, um, on Facebook, and he, I said to him that after the game, Ramage, who missed the penalty, rare occasion, you know, he's got to be a good keeper if he saves for a Ramage penalty, shall I say, and. Um, he and um, Ramage's pre press conference, he says he looked at him and it's like his head was touching the crossbar. And that was Ian Foy, the really lanky Luton keeper, who thinking he saved it, he pushed it onto the post. And um, luckily, obviously, Phillips um, scored in the second half and it was a one all. But it most a lot of the games were just one alls, they were really cagey affairs. That was really the one true game I saw. And the season before when Phillips scored, um, two seasons before when Phillips scored, um. That one in the bottom corner when he burst onto the scene as well when we drew one on we should have won that two one when Pen another port saved penalty uh, thing when Kelvin Davis saved that young Kel I think it was an eighteen year old Kelvin Davis at the time um, it was the only time we were beaten four nil was the really true spanking because most of them are really cagey one one two one affairs most of that weren't they and even even leading up to like fourteen fifteen years ago 
<laughs> never really a spanking, was it? Nah. No. Like I said, it's going to be the same with Saturday. It's going to be close, 2-1, 1-0. I'll take either as long as we win. <laughs> God, I'd hate yeah. to lose this game. God, dear, oh, dear. We'll never hear the end of it, will we? And I think our manager will be in trouble already. How ridiculous that sounds. But, you know, um, how us fans can get, especially after if it is a defeat to Luton, it, it come under a bit of fire, which is a bit unfair, but that's the way it is yeah, nowadays on the football yeah. and at this I mean, club. <laughs> Exactly. We wouldn't necessarily agree with it, but that's what he would do. I mean, I'm not exactly going to call for his head in any of that crap or anything like that. But, you know, you would be disappointed because the worrying thing for us at the moment is the lack of goals. Um, Okay, and I've given Ivic credit for the last three games. Okay, it was absolutely shocking on Tuesday night, but it was pretty much a youth team that played that game. You know, taking nothing away from Newport County, completely deserved to win that game. But it was a, a very scratch side, obviously saving as many players as he could, which from a, be- a really thin squad, to be fair, at the moment it is, with the amount of players that either not being selected or injured or just, just don't want to be here. So it's about roughly around 16 players. So in that case, we've got four points. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah. Four points. Two clean sheets. OK, we're not being at our best, but a lot of teams take their time. It's about getting points now and then eventually the performances will come a bit, you know, with game time, game management. So four points, you know, if we if 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 we win this game, that's the seven yep. four, seven points that I said I not I uh, probably said expect, but I, I would yeah. envision, shall we say, it'd be a better word to say, envision us getting, you know, in the first few yeah. games to really yeah, to really sort of bed ourselves in. And like me, you and Moves have said on Sunday that, you know. 10 games is really the fair time the time to really properly assess this because that would be past the should be past the transfer window as well we would know roughly who we've got the likes of Glenn Murray would be really sort of kicking on in the team a bit more relaxed as well I mean he had our job on Tuesday to be fair he, he was poor but he, yeah. he, you know it was one of those games where if he if he comes on in the next two or three games and scores a couple of goals, People will forget it. They will yeah. forgive it. But they will definitely forget, you know, what yeah. he did on that Tuesday night. Because to be honest, if we win win a couple of games, no one will remember that game because it was one of those games that really passed us by, um, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. But like you said, we win we win this game. We all said seven to nine points, didn't we? We we expect, didn't we? We do expect it. And like I said, after ten games, I'd like us to win at least. Minimum five of them, to be honest with you. That's bare minimum. I expect to win at least five out of them. Ten, whoever it is, whoever it is, and maybe might have lost one, but I expect to win at least five out of this first ten games easily. Yeah. Okay. So a big shout, a big, big evening to everybody who's watching so far. Thank you ever so much. We're flashing up your comments as much as I can. Well, pretty much every single comment that we can get. We do apologise if it says Facebook user on the uh, stream at the moment, there is a little, uh, I believe, a link above your heads, if you're watching in Facebook land, that allows you to show your name on the comments. But we will be showing them every single time, and I will be shouting out the names as well um, when we do so. But um, Roy Evening, Andy, Scotty, um, and Andy Godfrey as well, got Katie um, Ellicott, uh, Big John, uh, Scott Kinson, uh, Jim Winters, Louis Russia. 
uh, Russia, yep, uh, Emma Ro um, Raiden, Rabin as well, um, Tony Day, and Tony Day's come up with this one as well. So he says, if Dini and Saar play from the start, we'll be up for it and win. If we if both don't play, then I'd be happy with a draw. But let's be positive, 3-1 to Watford. That's from um, Tony Day, mate. And uh, Paul Langdon's on his evening as well, mate. Yeah, I agree with that comment. You know, if Dini and Star play, I think we're definitely definitely win. Not comfortably, but I reckon we win. Uh, yeah, I don't want to lose. I don't want to take a draw either, to be honest with you, but just don't mm. lose to them. I, I think we need to win this game, to be honest with you, to get going again. And like I said, yeah. I know it's only the third game in the league, but I'd, I'd rather have seven points than five. It'd look a lot better than a win and two draws. It'd look a lot more positive, wouldn't it, than a win and two draws. It, I know it's funny, but that's the way we feel at the moment, isn't it? That's how confident we are. Hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. You're completely right, mate. And also, um, yeah, I mean, let's just lay this out on the table as well. It's not, in terms of the whole um, demographic of the season, this is not the be-all and end-all in, in terms of promotion. We can still lose this game. Look, I'm not saying we will, and I'll dread <laughs> But just looking at it productively, we can still lose this game, get a hammer in no matter what, and still run out with 100 points and get promoted. I know that, you know, that's lay that on the table right now. What I'm saying is in this particular time right now, this is the most important game for us fans because this is the derby. No matter if you agree with it or not, this is our local derby. This is our derby. We do not lose this game. Um they will be saying the same. The scammers, are, uh, scammers up the kennel will be saying exactly the same. You do not lose this game. This is our local derby. Bragging rights are on on show. Like I say, it's not going to determine if we get promoted or relegated. But like you said, if we win this game, we start score two or three goals as well. That can really kick us on for the next few games. So you're looking at it from that point of view. It is the most important game of the season for both reasons. You know, because it will could actually, you know, really kick us on to get that one of those promotion spots as well hopefully in the long term you know confidence wise yeah like yeah like i said it's massive game we all know that well some of our players don't but like i said it's massive for our manager and all because i'm not going to say people are going to turn on him but he's going to get one hell of a lot of stick if we lose it'd be tactics it'd be you pick the wrong player it'd be murray this murray that if he plays so like, which is fair enough but like I said, I think it's really important for our manager that we win this. I'm not saying people are against him already, but like I said, us fans are, well, we fickle, aren't we? Especially if we lose this game, we'll all be angry and upset, won't we? So it's massive it's for this manager. It's natural uh, anyway, in any yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, look at the example last season with the Premier League. You know, we win one game, we're staying up. You know, we <laughs> And not saying deluded because that's that's the nature of fans. You know, you go you're up one minute and down the next. It's just like I say, I keep saying it's natural. But you know, we were staying up one minute, we lose a game, that's it, it's all over. That's just the yeah. way it is. You know, yeah, yeah. You, you can call it. I mean, you are right. You can call it fickle in a way because that is pretty much how you can describe it. And uh, but that's the life of a supporter. You're up, like I said already. You're up one minute, elated. The you know the sun's shining, the birds are singing. Next minute, it's the last thing in your life. It's just yeah. you know emotion of football. It, it you know it runs um, side by side with um, you know all the time. And uh, you know whatever happens on Saturday, you know emotions will be high. 
and you know you never know what's going to what's going to happen. So tackles certainly be flying in, and um, you know that's what that's what Tony Day said. It won't, it won't be pretty. It will be like a war. Tackles will fly in from Luton early on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Paul Langdon, evening, Paul again. Um, I said I think it will be a draw. Not confident as they have won the last two. That's like what like you said in terms of form. They're on obviously quite rightly they're in better form than us. They prior to the United game, which I was very pleased with United. Um, so United should be on the way to Solskjaer. They've won the they won their first four in all competitions. So they were a very good start to the season. I mean. Looking at it from, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not into praising the um, scum too much, but Nathan Jones is a perfect fit for that club. Yeah. You look at what he's done for them so far and what he's doing now. He's a perfect fit for them. Stoke was too big a club for him, too quick for in his career, too big. Luton is the perfect fit for Nathan Jones, and it's going to. We know it's going to be a very tough game. We just don't lose it. <laughs> yeah. I think he's got to be careful with who he picks for this one. I know we want young players in, but like I said, this is going to be, um, let's say it's going to be more of a man game, this one, isn't it? If you're going to have, I don't want to say kids because they're good enough, but these players, you're going to need a bit of experience, heads out there to control your temper because there is going to be some tackles in. And if you pick a hot-headed, I don't want to say hot-headed youngster, but inexperienced, they could get sent off and this isn't one game to get sent off. I don't know if Pedro should start. I probably would start with Murray and Dini up top. I know it might be pace, but this is going to be a battle and I think it might suit them too. I want to see Saar by all means, but this is going to be a scrap, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, just a big shout out to the uh, Watford women team. Um, Helen Ward and uh, TMA's own Helen Ward, who's on here as well. So evening, Helen, if you're watching. Uh, they have got the first home game... All being well, obviously, Moody's saying all being well, so it should still go ahead. Uh, the Watford women are at home, first league game at home this season against Oxford United women. That's a 3 pm kickoff, so if you can make it down there this Sunday, uh, it would be very, very welcome for the ladies. Obviously, you know, like we always say, they don't get paid big money, and every single person who can make, make the uh, I don't think, I think. Is it completely? I mean, women's football as well. They not, won't let anyone into the uh, women's game. Well, I need, I need someone to confirm this if we, they can still let fans in from. Because um, I know the Boris will not let fans in at all from October. Does that still apply? Uh, does it still apply for non-league and women's on Saturday and Sunday? Yeah, uh, I, I've been told it doesn't. But if someone can um, just correct me on that one, that'll be much appreciated. So, if that is the case, and you can get down to. Uh, Kings Langley on Sunday, 3 pm kickoff. That'd be more than welcome if that's the case. And uh, every bit of money given to um, the, the women's team is uh, much appreciated as well. But they absolutely love the support. And if you can get down there, please, please, please get down there and support the women. And also, we've got the uh, Watford Women Fans Group as well. We've got a link in our announcements. If you want to get on there as well and show even more support, please do just click on the link. And, uh, yeah, like I say, once again, show your support for the uh, women's team. Uh, also, you can, um, I think, uh, at the moment, on Wednesday, this Wednesday coming as well, um, there are also at home, it's the FA Women's National League. They are playing Hounslow 
Women FC as well. So two home games coming up on Sunday and this Wednesday coming. Well, next Wednesday, shall we say. Next Wednesday coming. So uh, good luck to the women. So um, back to the uh, subjects. Right, we've got Watford Way. Um, Mr. James Batchelor himself. Like, share and subscribe to the Watford Way on YouTube, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And he said, um, this is, for, I'll give this to you, Dino. He says, would you start um, Queener? Not sure his lack of physicality will do him any favours against Luton. What do you reckon, mate? I love Queener, but I think I might have to grow. I think I might have to agree with that. Um, I'm just trying to think who to play there because Kapu wants out now, which is a shame. Um, I don't know why I'd put Ben Wilmot there. I know he's a centre-back, but I know he can play midfield, can't he? I'd probably look at playing Guthcart and Cabs at the back because they're more than likely. And I'd probably put Wilmot in there with Cleverly, to be honest with you. I don't know why. Semmer would definitely play. I think this is suit Semmer because he is physical. And to be fair, he hasn't played too bad lately, to be fair. He's quite good, actually, to be fair. I mean, that stint at uh, Udinese has really helped him. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd fancy him to certainly start on the left. Yeah, yeah, he's physical, isn't he? It's suiting this game. To be fair, we, me and you said this is... I don't want to be rude to him. This is probably his level at the moment, so it'll help him, won't it? Um, yeah. You never know... Yeah, I'd, I don't know why I'd like to see Wilmot in there. You know, I think he, he is more physical than Queener, isn't he? They're two different sort of players, but I think him with um, Cleverly, a bit of experience, would go down well. Hmm. Yeah, right. Um, if you see that flashing up as well, give us your start 11s, um, guys and girls. Um, we'll we'll give our starting 11 now. I mean, Dino, do you want to shout it out or do you want me to give my starting 11 first? You, you give it out, mate. I'm trying to figure you, you do it, mate. You do yours, right? Okay, I'll definitely go with obviously fostering goal. Uh, the back, I would say, I mean, if we don't, I would go like with the back three, but I'll tell you what, it's a good idea, a very good shout with that Wilmot in midfield. That could happen, and that I would not complain if that happened. But what I'll do is I'll go with a uh, unchanged back three from the other two league games. Um, oh, probably Stevenson or something, someone like that on the left, and Gakia obviously on the right, definitely. Probably F Feminia or someone like that on the left, if obviously Stevenson. Um, <laughs> right, okay, midfield. I I would actually possibly put Queener, um, Keener in there, um, cleverly. Uh, who else? Obviously, Shalaba. Obviously, Shalaba going yeah, in there. Yeah, um, him, yeah. So yeah, so I put Queena, Shalaba, and Cleverly. Um, if we don't have Queena, I would bring him out and put Semmer. So, probably more realistic will be Semmer. So, there'll be a three of those guys. Um, Pedro on the left, Dini in the middle, so on the right, if they do play. That's what I have my starting. Was it four, yeah. three, three? So, yeah. Uh, no, five. Oh, no, five, three. No, so five, three, two. So, no, I've got to change that because I've done one more extra player. So, um, take out <laughs> take Semmer, put Cleverly and, um, yeah, put, put Cleverly and um, Cab, uh, Chabs in the middle, um, Shalabur in the middle, and then um, have the three up front. So, five, two, three. You could easily yeah, do yeah, that. Two yeah, I'd be happy with that squad. I'd be very happy with that squad, especially the front three. Yeah, I love Queener. If he starts, I've got nothing against that. I've got nothing. I love Queener. I really do. If he starts, great. You know, mm. I do see a bright future for him. You know, 
I said he could he could start with Shalabro and Cleverly there. You've got two experienced players. He might push him up more advanced, mightn't you, to attack a bit more. Well, Dino, um, the, uh, James, I would say the Watford way, I say James Batchelor from the Watford way, he's also put, just remember, and I forgot about this, Garner as well. We could easily drop Garner in midfield. But makes the, the uh, Man United lonely. I mean, he's ready to go. You could play, you yeah. could start that man. He's, he, yeah, I mean, you he's, could, but... He's got Europa League experience and Premier League experience. I mean, he could play that game. He'd be very, especially midfield, you need players that could really be a common influence, obviously cleverly being a, fa a fantastic example of someone who could... You need players like Cleverly now to have put the ball... And even Troy, to be fair, you're trying to get it to stick up front, but with especially in midfield, you need players like Cleverly and to a certain extent Garner to really dictate the game. You know, really put their foot on the ball and say, right, let's play at our pace. Don't let, Let's not be intimidated by how Luton play. And let's play at our own rhythm, our own pace. And let's us, we're at home, regardless of fans or not, let's dictate the game to our own on our own pace. And let's take the game to them. That's what we need. And we need players like Cleverly to do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm looking at the Watford's Ways team. Yeah, it's a good team, but I'd definitely... There's one I would swap, and that'd be Dawson, and I'd chuck Cabs in, because, to be honest, Cabasali's been just like Gafkart at the moment, superb. And I, I yeah. don't think Dawson. I don't think Dawson deserves it at the moment to be in. I don't know if he wants to leave, but I'd rather have Cabs in there. Besides that, that's a that's a very good team. Mm. Yeah, no, it is very good. I think. Um, I think that's probably pretty much for it. If they're all fit, I honestly yeah. think. I mean, even with my um, dodgy uh, lineup prediction that got corrected very quickly when I realised <laughs> I've done with front three. I think that. I think uh, James has pretty much nailed it. With that lineup, I think that lineup would um, would bring your goals, bring your pace. Oh, you know, uh, we've got the um, solidity, uh, solidity of five as well, and we've got the attacking and physical threat of the likes of Pedro Sar and Troy going forward as well. So uh, yeah, no, it's a good shout, James. Um, like I said before, yeah. get onto the Watford Way on YouTube, like, share, and subscribe. And as always. Uh, Type in, you've got the links above, TaylorMade Army TV on YouTube. If you haven't already, where have you been? Like, share and subscribe to our channel for the latest live content. And eventually we'll be doing much, much more. Um, so, yeah. And also, just uh, once again, to the way, look out for his preview to the um, game this weekend as well. Uh, yeah, so um, so we're, we're looking at Sunday night as well. Um, eight till nine. We'll be obviously reviewing the um, aftermath of the game. The dust has settled, but truly settled by then. So eight till nine Sunday night uh, with myself, that young man, to my shall we say to my left of me, to my right. If you're watching, the keepers, the keepers left, or the um, the penalty takers right, and also Mudini will be on here as well. Hopefully, giving his um, also added in depth opinion on how the. Uh, Ladies got on in their first home game of the season against Oxford. Uh, yeah, so um, <coughs> Shane Finity, Super Shane is on. Hi, Shane. I love the um, the bed covers you've got. Uh, so um, fantastic, mate. And keep the uh, keep the little um, opinions coming up as well. That's another shout as well. Shane does go on to um, TMA's opinions, guys. So show him much love. Um, he does he does invite you to uh, D 
debate and you know and obviously disagree with him you can but if you can show him as much love as you can guys super shame finity will be on them um, to giving his own opinion on um tma as well so a big shout out to uh, uh, super shame there as well john hibbard's on as well evening john now uh, we will be going very very shortly but uh shout out to um lou for blessed as well we'll be doing a pre-match possibly a watch through we'll be doing a pre-match discussion Possibly some guests, not announced just yet, but go on to Luther Blissett's official page um, probably about an hour before the game, at least half an hour before, uh, just to see what's going on because he'll be having, he'll obviously be, uh, we'll be sharing it on our forum as well, but he'll be um, publicising um, what time he'll be doing his post, uh, pre and post match analysis as well. Expert analysis by Watford's favourite number eight. So um, please get on to that as well. Um, I might try and sneak on like I usually do, but if you don't want me on, please protest. Um, all um, all protests are welcome. If you don't want to put up with my ugly mug on his um, podcast, I'll probably be on that as well. So, um, yeah, so uh, we'll do it. Yeah, no, pleasure, pleasure, Shane. That's fine, mate. So, um, you going for a 2 1 then? Sorry. Yeah, pitch predictor. Yeah, pitch predictor. <laughs> I think we'll go 2 0 up and let him back in and get a bit edgy, but I think we're just on there. Yeah, goal scorers. I reckon Pedro's going to get his first, and it's got to be Troy if he starts. Yeah, it's written, isn't it? I mean, just just tell him it's Aston Villa and he'll score. Just tell him, <laughs> just look, look, it's Aston Villa, it's Aston Villa, Troy, and he'll definitely score. Um, is this the, yeah. is this the first time Deeney's played against Luton, or is it me? Is it the first time? For Watford, yeah, hundred percent. Because yeah, he's only been here yeah. About 10 years. yeah, yeah, would be, yeah, definitely. I, I don't know if he, I don't think he played when he played for Walsall. Um, but certainly for Watford, it is. Yeah. Right, Sam's coming. Um, Stephen Devon. No, that's fine, mate. No, he said cheers. Uh, Ross, uh, Super Ross um, is on <laughs> as well. Uh, but um, as you've seen him before in Shooting Stars, by the way, you've seen Ross Morgan on there. Um, it's a little bear bear. Um, right, and Sam House, evening, lads. Our better play Saturday, or he's pretty much gone. Um yeah, I think unless we get any confirmation that obviously he's not 100% match fit, because if you've um, listened to Ivic's press conference, he will be assessing Troy and Saar last minute on Friday, well, tomorrow even. So, um, yeah, so we'll, a bit more light will come about. I think a lot of people will, will be discussing that should he not be picked. But, yeah, if he's picked, then everything's pretty much got to go through him. He's yeah. pretty much going to be our main source of um, ammunition, shall we say, and then hopefully Troy's on it to really, uh, yeah, just just um, feed off feed off the uh, service, pretty much. If he gets decent service, Troy, will bang a few in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, Sam's predicting 2-2. Two, two. As long as we don't lose, mate, um, I'm not saying <laughs> I'll take that, but, because yeah. um, I don't like saying that, but if we, as long as we don't, uh, you know, bare, bare minimum, don't lose. I wouldn't mind a nil. If it, go, sorry, mate, go on. I expect us to win this game. I do. It's not because we're Watford Luton. I just think we should be too. We should be better than them with quality. We should be. They only just survived, didn't they, last year, for God's sake. It don't mean we're going to beat them, but we should have too much. With the players returning, we should. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, if the, the players don't return, then uh, goal scoring wise, it's going to be hard because even against, if you saw against Borough, there was plenty of times where, you know, we tried to create chances, but, they, you know, it, 
you've got to create more chances, and especially from the wide men. You've got to, yeah. you've got to give the likes of Pedro, if he does play up front on his own, you need to give him service. The lad, he's still a young lad, he's still learning. You need to give him as much help as you can. If you keep feeding him service, a player, even at his age, with his quality, will score goals. So, you know, you need to help him out a bit more. Um, that's not necessarily a dig at anyone in particular, but strikers feed off of um, service and they can't score if they don't get the ball. So, yeah, pretty obvious assessment, but uh, that's pretty much how it is. But, um, Dino, mate, thank you very much. Um, bit yep. emotional as always, mate. And uh, <laughs> probably see you tomorrow, but... Um, <laughs> Online-wise, we will be back on... Well, <coughs> I might even be back on Saturday with Sir Ray, but we'll um, we'll see about that anyway. But if not, we'll definitely be back Sunday, 8 till 9, uh, for your viewing pleasure. So, as always, it's good night from Dino. And it's good night from Pitch. Cheers, guys. You've been beautiful as always. Thank you ever so much.